0: Perak Be'ez Mishnah Aleph. We now begin the second perak of Mesech the Shabbos. Perak Bamem Adlikan. A perak of Mishnayos which is recited in the Ashkenazi version of the Friday Night Davening. The perak concerns itself with the mitzvah of Hadlakas Ner Shabbos, which truly is synonymous with Shmirah Shabbos. This very special mitzvah of Lighting Neros to usher in the holy day of Shabbos, as we'll see later in the perak. This mitzvah primarily belongs to Jewish women. The mother is the one who has the special obligation to lighten their Shabbos. and The mitzvah hits on three fundamental themes of Shabbos. Two of them are expressed in the Pasuk in Yeshaya. The there their states, In Tashiv Mishabbos Raglecha, Sos V'yom Katshi, You shall set aside your mundane pursuits on my holy day, Hashem says, La Lashabbos Oneg. And make Shabbos a day of delight. Kadosh Hashem Mechubon. Then it says, And you shall honor it. So the pasuk here establishes two critical elements of the observance of Shabbos. Number one, to make Shabbos a day of delight. So the mitzvah here simply is to make sure to enjoy Shabbos you know, through having special foods, etc. To make sure that it will be a physically enjoyable day. And the language of V'chibareto establishes Requirement to honor Shabbos. We accomplish this, for example, by making sure to wear special big day Shabbos, the nights are for Shabbos, make sure one is clean, the shoes are shined for Shabbos. The rabbinic enactment of lighting narrows for Shabbos accomplishes both of these ends. The essential mitzvah is to establish a source of illumination in the area in which a person will be having his Shabbos meals. One will be much better able to enjoy his meal Friday night in a well lit room. And lighting Neros Shabbos also accomplishes the aim of honoring Shabbos. So beautiful candles lit in the home that serves to honor the day of Shabbos. And finally, the Government mentions another purpose of this mitzvah, and that is that of course one may not light a fire on the day of Shabbos itself for lighting. So if a person is not set up in there before Shabbos, of a source of light, he might stumble in the dark. This could lead it to quarreling and upset the peace in the home, which would certainly be the antithesis of the goal of Shabbos. And so indeed it would be in fulfillment of the spirit of the mitzvah to make sure that not only the Ner Shabbos are lit in the area where one will be having his meals, but to make sure wherever one wants a source of light That's properly set up before Shabbos. Get your kosher lamps out, whatever you need to do to make sure that Shabbos will be enjoyable, that person won't be fumbling in the dark, which could upset him on the day that he's supposed to be in a state of bliss and of peace, enjoying the day of Shabbos. However, the technical, minimal mitzvah is to light Nair Shabbos, not electric lights, but a flame, at the very least, to one Nair. Should be lit in the place where a person will be eating on Shabbos. The Mishnah discusses the wicks and oils that are or are not acceptable to fulfill this mitzvah. The Mishnah begins with what types of wicks and oils may we light Ner Shabbos, and with what types of wicks and oils may we not light Ner Shabbos. Mishnah begins with the second list, the list of wicks and oils one should not use for near Shabbos, it's beginning with the unacceptable wicks. The states, "Ein madlikin lo Unacceptable for the wick would be fibers from a cedar tree, below vechosen. Or a wick of uncombed flax, below bechalach, which is an inferior type of silk, below vfsilas ha'idan. Fibers of a willow tree, below vfsilas hamidbar, or fibers of a certain desert grass, below virokash al Nor with sea moss that's found at the bottom of ships. The reason these types of wicks are disqualified is they do not produce a steady flame. So first of all, it kind of defeats the purpose of having a nice light going for Shabbos, for Einuk Shabbos, Kavit Shabbos. Moreover, it create a risk that when the flame flickers, the person may forget and tilt the lamp to allow the wick to better draw the oil, which would be a malacha violation of Havara. That would be kindling a flame on Shabbos. So these wicks may not be used. The Mishnah presents the list of the types of fuel that would be disqualified. She says Zephes, may not lighten Shabbos with molten pitch, be shava or molten wax. So we're not talking about candles, candles could be used, as we of course know from what we see every day, what people do in practice. Rather, the reference here is to liquid wax, which is not going to produce a steady flame. Velo Bishem in Kik, nor with cottonseed oil, that's one interpretation that requires other interpretations. The next item on the list stands out from all the others, as we'll explain, and that is Velo Bishem in Srefa. The Mishnah says that one may also not light near Shabbos using quote unquote oil that must be burned. The reference is to Truma oil, somebody separated from his oil as Truma to give to the Kohen. But at some point, contracted tuma became ritually impure. Allah is that a truma oil which contracts tuma must be burned. And the Ravmi Bartanura explains further our mission is referring to a case in which Yom Tov fell out on Friday. Now, normally, kindling a fire is not a problem on Yom Tov. You can light Shabbos candles on Yom Tov, Friday coming into Shabbos. The issue with creating a new fire is a, a separate rabbinic issue called Nolad, which we'll learn about later in the Perak. But essentially, there's no problem with lighting a fire in Yom Tev if there's you know, a Yom Tov purpose there. And so if it's just to light uh, Ne'er Shabbos on a Friday that's Yom Tev, it wouldn't be a problem. The Misha is saying one may not, on a Friday that's Yom Tev, use Truma oil that became Tameh for the fuel of the N'er Shabbos. Because we have a halacha that says, Ain surf Now for example, if a carbon became tame, where that too is an obligation to burn it. However, we can't do so on yamtiv. So if a carbon became tame yamtiv, you'd have to postpone the burning until chalamoed. Truma is also something of holiness. It's similar to kachim. So the same rule applies to the Truma oil that became Tame. It may not be burned on Yom Tov. That's what the mission means when it says that you can't use and Sreifa oil that's to be burned for the fuel for Ner Shabbos. Normally, actually, you would be able to use it. For example, if it's you are calling us to burn its Truma oil, he's a lot of benefit from its light. But again, the case is it's Yom Tov, therefore he can't use it for the fuel of the Ner Shabbos. The mission continues and it resumes enumerating types of fuel that are no good because they don't produce a steady flame. Velove saying that normally a person use the fat of a sheep's tail or the chalev fat to fuel his Ner Shabbos. For all of these, with the exception of the case of Shemin Reifa, which we discussed, do not produce a steady flame. As explained above, a steady flame is required for Ner Shabbos. The Mishnah brings a different opinion regarding the acceptability of chalev fat for fuel. Mevushal says we may use boiled chile fat to fuel the Ner Shabbos. In his opinion, that will produce a steady flame, so that's fine. The Mishnah says, Whether the chile fat is cooked or not, even if it's cooked, it's not going to produce a steady flame. Therefore, it may not be used to fuel the Ner Shabbos.